What does it look like when an entrepreneur doesn't practice what they preach? Stay tuned for a story of literary frustration, online confusion, and broken promises. This is the customer experience storytime tale of the anti-social socialite. The Upsell presents CX Storytime, tales of building and breaking your customer relationships. I'm your host and storyteller, Russell Lolliker. What you are about to hear is a true story. A story that happens to you, a story that happens to me. A story that happens, and we can learn from, to build better relationships with our customers. And so it begins. Working in social media and customer experience, it's exhausting. Continually looking for new books to read, articles to consume, and podcasts to fill your brain. Keeping up with the latest trends, features, and news can take a lot of time. This was a problem Kyle consumed himself with for years. And in this jungle of content came a book recommended to him. It promised to help him and, quote, harness the power of social media. He had heard of this book in some blog some time ago. He couldn't remember which. But now a good friend had recommended it in all its 200-plus pages. Checking it out on Amazon, the book assured Kyle that he would learn how to use new social techniques and technologies, make himself heard, produce better products and services, specifically providing a social assessment for leaders, managers, and employees to scientifically evaluate their individual social skills and competencies. We'll just say that in the introduction, Kyle came across the words social more than his fair share. Kyle was on board. He bought the book, and he dug in. The content was pretty good. He pulled a few tips and tricks and was excited to take it to the next level when the book invited him to download further content from their website. He could take a test. It would tell him how good or horrible he was on social media. Score. Added value. So he went to the suggested link on the book's page to take the test. The test, it wasn't there. He clicked. He scanned. He scrolled but it was nowhere to be found. How was he supposed to know his social strengths and weaknesses if he couldn't take this test? Now, Kyle was the ambitious type. He felt that there had to be a way around this roadblock. First, he googled. It had to be somewhere, correct? Maybe it was on an unlinked page that could be found with a simple search. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. There were lots of references to this test, but mostly in reviews of the book, but sadly still no chance of finding it. Second, he twittered. Kyle reached out on Twitter to the company that apparently hosted the test for the book. No response. None at all. He twittered yet again, this time to the author of the book. Again, no response. The irony of a book on being more social, having very anti-social businesses and authors behind it, wasn't lost on Kyle. So, a few weeks later, and now with a passionate commitment to get something, anything from this so-called social product, He decided to try Twitter one more time. Maybe he caught them at a bad time. Maybe their phone had fallen in water. Maybe they forgot the password to their Twitter account. Kyle had come up with all the excuses to explain their silence. So Kyle wasn't surprised, not at all, when his next attempt, the one weeks later, still had no results. Nothing. He moved to his third channel, Facebook. To be honest, by now Kyle's expectations were very low. Not only because of his experience to date, but also the fact the page hadn't been active for almost two years. No new posts, no comments. 
He did wonder why he hadn't tried this platform before, but he was resigned to try it now. And lo and behold, surprise, this time things were indeed different. Kyle typed, I'm currently reading your book, but noticed it's heavily encouraged to take this test. Unfortunately, the link in the book doesn't go to the test, and I've been unable to find it online. Lots of references, but no link. Any direction would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. In a few short hours, a response. They confirmed, indeed, the link had been taken down. They did so by misspelling Kyle's name, but did thank him for his feedback and say they were going to get the link reposted. Kyle was excited. Kyle finally had gotten a response. So Kyle waited. And he waited. Weeks passed. Kyle continued to wait. No link was ever posted. Nor was any more communication provided. No follow-up. No nothing. The quest for the missing link was anything but a social experience. And that's the story of the antisocial socialite. Now, the customer experience is an emotional experience. I cannot stress that enough. So let's look at this as how it would be perceived from the customer's point of view. From Kyle's perspective, he felt like they had his money and they didn't care about him anymore. It seems a bit harsh, but that's exactly how he felt. He had bought a book, a good book of great information. He will admit that. But the promise of added value and a deeper dive was broken and never delivered. Add the less than impressive effort to engage with him, and this experience leaves Kyle with a tainted perception of not only the author, but the information that he provided. What can we learn from this story? First, engage with your customers. If you have a social platform, you are making a promise to your customers that you are accessible and engaging. By not responding to them, either in a timely way or at all, you're breaking that promise. Make sure you don't. Understand the timeless experience. The book was written a couple of years before this story took place. Even if it's well past your launch date and the early adoption of your product, understand that customers move at their own pace and they may discover you far afterwards. Make sure you still deliver the experience you promise. And if something has changed, make sure that information is communicated on any relevant website. And finally, deliver what you promise. Notice this promise thing is a reoccurring theme. When the author offered to repost the link, it would have been more helpful if they just sent the survey directly, right to his email. Solve the problem. Done. Finished. Your customer will appreciate it even after a negative experience to date. The moral of the story is pretty clear. Practice what you preach. Though the information from the book was solid, the fact that the author and the supporting company were opposite of what they sold really hurt their brand. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe to get all the latest episodes for free right to your podcast app, whatever that app might be. And also, we are in the early days of the podcast, so I please encourage you to let others know and maybe even help them figure out how to use the podcast app. I'm very surprised or not surprised that so many people still haven't figured out how podcasts work and how you can subscribe to them. So um, you'll be opening a whole new window to them. And if, if I'm a part of that experience, that would be great too. If you have any stories you feel could be shared on the podcast, don't hesitate to contact me. That's Russell with one L at theupsell.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And if I haven't given you enough stuff to do, well, hey, why not you check out theupsell.com? It's our website where all the blogs are and shall be. And also join our Facebook group about building better relationships with customers. 
There you'll find stories and case studies, stuff that's happened to me as it's happening to me, or members of the community sharing their own thoughts and feelings on experiences. And now we close this chapter of CX Storytime, tales of building and breaking customer relationships. Take care.